Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I mentioned a new tri- uh, crime series on Netflix currently taking Irish viewers by storm. I think it's number one as we speak. It is called I Just Killed My Dad and it's a programme that explores the events surrounding Anthony uh, Templet's killing of his father in 2019. I'm joined now by the director, Sky Borgman. Sky, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much. Um, I've seen the trailers for this. Um, it looks absolutely fascinating. Um, do you want to just tell people kind of what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, the story happens in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and a young man, Anthony Tampay, calls in one night in June and says, uh, I just killed my dad. And so there's never a question about whether or not he killed his father. He actually ends up dying a few days later. But, um, but what really starts to unfold is this idea of what is murder, really, at the heart of it. And um, we find out that there was some pretty significant abuse happening, emotional abuse, some physical abuse, but the evidence wasn't immediately there. There were no physical signs of bruising or anything on Anthony the night he came into the police station. And and so we go through and we find out and we sort of peel this onion back and find out that there was abusive relationships in Bert's past, that Anthony had been taken from his mother at the age of five years old and told that she was dead, told that she was a drug addict, told all of these different things, but that she was not part of his life and she didn't know where he was. And so you really see the effects of abuse and the sort of hidden effects of abuse and what it can do to a person and what it can drive a person to when they feel they have no other way to deal with a problem. And I, I hope what it does is give give audiences an insight into that exact thing and and see how Anthony Tomplay was sort of driven to this point where he felt like he had no other options but to kill his father. Um, it, it follows a kind of a template now which is becoming developed through Netflix and probably traces its its, uh, its origins back to the making a murder one of keeping you on the edge of your seat uh, where you don't really know what's going to happen next and kind of developing one kind of idea in your head where you're thinking, well, it's obvious he did it. This is so clear. And then suddenly turning on, it, on, its, on its head. Um, how do you find these stories? It's very different. I mean, they they come to me in, from many different directions. Um, this one particularly was one that um, was was brought to Netflix, and Netflix felt that it would be a great story for me to tell, and so they put me together with this story. Um, sometimes I'm reading books, and I find great stories. Other times, people reach out to me. I mean, when my films launch, a lot of times. People email me and they say, I've got a great story. And so, you know, a lot of times people are reaching out directly. Production companies bring them to me. I do a lot of research. Sometimes Netflix brings them to me. So, nice. you know, I'm always looking in a bunch of different different directions okay. for a great story. Because you've developed a reputation at this point because you had, um, I think, was it one of your first ones, Abducted in Plain, plain Sight, the story of the Idaho teenager uh, that was kidnapped and then girl in the picture. So you have a name for these things now. So people are bringing more and more of these things to you in the future, I'd say. Yeah, I've, I've seen an uptick for sure. It, it, when each film launches, you know, the emails, the emails sort of start coming in a little bit more and a little bit more. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's sad in a way that there are so many of these stories out here and so many people who feel as if they're not being listened to by 
the justice system, law enforcement, you know, that they feel that um, the best way to get their story out there, or maybe even sometimes the only way to get their story out there and to try to find justice is, is through a documentary. And that's, that's a very interesting state of the world, uh, at least America right now. That's, that's certainly a state. Right. How do you approach the story then? When, when, you, when, you, when Netflix came to you with Anthony's story, how do you approach it? You know, and, and are you building towards an idea in your head of how you want to tell the story? You know, I think every story kind of has, I don't want to say a way of telling itself, but kind of a way of telling itself. I mean, I, I start with just a lot of research and, and reading everything I can find that's available, reading court transcripts if they exist, reading police reports if they exist, if we can get access to them. Uh, with Anthony's case in particular, um, those were harder to come by because his case hadn't been adjudicated when we first started filming. And so, but with all of them, I start, I start doing research and kind of going, okay, what is, what is the core of this story? What is the real thesis of this? What is the theme? And then how do we expand on that theme? And, and a lot of times I have a real good idea of what it's about before it starts. And then it completely gets changed, changed once we start filming it. And then of course, once you get into the edit, it sort of shifts again from there. And then at some point you, you sit down with Anthony, do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we spoke to Anthony um, very close. I mean, I met him very close to the beginning and we did we were scheduled to do an interview with him kind of the first in our first leg of filming. That didn't happen. I mean, there was a hurricane, (laughs) a bunch of natural things that happened. So we weren't able to sit down with him our first time filming. But we were with him from the very beginning. And then when we went out the second time, we did our interview with him. What was that like? It was really an interesting thing. I mean, I was I was glad that I had some time to sort of meet and spend time with him before we sat down and did our interview. He's a very interesting young man. Um, he's, I think it's clear from the interview, you know, he's really, he's really trying to find himself right now. And he's really, and he's really working to find himself and what his story is. He does have a hard time communicating. And I always felt that with Anthony, he says more with what he doesn't say. Um, and, and I think he, in telling this story to us, um, I know that he sort of practiced, you know, telling his story with, with Jared, but he has a hard time with that. But I think it gets, gets easier and it's becoming something in his past now and something not so much in his present. And I think he's getting to the point now where he feels as if he doesn't need to let this event in his life define him. He can start now defining himself as he wants to. Right, because as you're telling the story, as, as you're like, peeling the, the onion around Anthony, um, at the beginning, it's such a, an open and shut case. He's t- he enters with two guns in his hands to, to kill his dad. Yeah. And his uncle says, Bert, that was his dad, Bert used to treat him like a king. Yeah, it's really interesting perspective, isn't it? I mean, there are different, there's certainly, you know, I think a lot of a lot of children would think, man, if my parents said I didn't have to go to school, that'd be the best thing ever. And I think a lot of people may, may feel that way as well. And I think it goes to show you that you never know what's going on behind closed doors. And, um, and I think, you know, there were probably times that Bert did treat Anthony well. I mean, that's, that's sort of classic abuse behavior too, abuser behavior, is that he treats 
you well and then he doesn't and then he treats you well and he doesn't and so I think it's it's pretty typical that somebody might think that. Um, what's fascinating too then is how you start to see that all is not as it seems to be and it's a co-worker in Anthony's first job he starts just little things um, that start mm-hmm. to you know set off little alarm bells in your mind that his dad had a tracker on his phone for instance. Yeah, it's little things that I think people start to notice and they and they just start to build up and they start to build up and then you see sort of strange behaviors. And I think, you know, I think we've all sort of seen that before and I think we all recognize that things are strange, but what is the tipping point? And I think it's a question that we should all sort of be asking ourselves. You know, when you see something strange, when... It, when do you say something? And, you know, everybody talks about saying something, but people don't want to overstep. And I think that's that's a great thing in watching this film that I'd like for people to take away is just to think about it a little bit more and to, to maybe ask more questions and to reach out to people a little bit more and to be a little bit more conscientious that, that these things are abuse inside the house is a lot more present than we then we probably want to recognise and think about. No, absolutely, because if you, if you see somebody and there's other things about him, like he didn't know who Tom Hanks was or Tom Cruise was, he didn't know how to high five, you tend to laugh those things off. You wouldn't tend to think that there's signs that there's something actually really disturbing going on in this child's life. It's absolutely true. And I think I think we're getting better at that. I think, you know, as a, as a culture right now, as a society... We're starting to to look at things with a more critical eye. We're starting to think about things. We're starting to to know that that anybody can be an abuser and anybody can be abused. And and before, you know, it was just it was that other person that that we never met, that we never knew, that we never came in contact with. But the statistics of abuse are are that it actually is every single one of us, I think, knows somebody who's had some sort of abusive situation in their lives, and that's. Statistically, it's just astonishing. Well, it's made for a riveting piece of TV, as you can tell from the figures here in Ireland on Netflix. I've just killed my dad. Uh, Sky Borgman, thank you very much indeed. Thank you so much. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.